Hey everybody, it's good to be with you again. This is Dawn Scott Damon and you're listening to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood Podcast. We are women helping women live full, fierce, and free lives. And that's what we want for you. We want you to be free in every way in Jesus' name. And I have the sisterhood with me today. Everybody Ooh. put it together for Wanda hey. Sanchez. <laughs> hey, John. Good to be with you today. Thanks again for joining me. It's been a while since we've had the chance to oh, do yeah. this. It's been a few, few, at least a few months. At least a few months, yeah. I thought you were going to say a few years and I was going to go, man, no, time is no, <laughs> You look great for being two years older. <laughs> Um, so it's just good to be together and you and I both have the same heart we just want to see women be set free and to live a full life amen and And I just want to know if like I mean we could talk about the freedom challenge I mean I'm I'm starting right out there just starting to interview you I'll just take over okay okay (laughs) um we are pretty excited so you got to tell everybody what the freedom challenge is okay so the freedom challenge 60 days to untie the cords that bind you is Dawn's new book her fourth mm-hmm. book. It's getting ready to launch this week officially. Yes. Um, Thursday the first is where really where we're gonna start to look at the launch. But um yep. so we have a party Thursday night here yes. at Tribes for the Freedom Girls, the mm-hmm. Sisterhood, mm-hmm. to come together and celebrate the book. Yeah. And the Bible study that we just finished at Tribes. Yes. And to kind of preview and introduce the new Bible study coming up, the same Bible study. Yes. But a new session. Right, we're going to do it September 12th through August 31st. Awesome, Excuse so me, excited. October 31st. You guys, ladies, if you have not cracked the book open yet, first of all, if you haven't bought it, buy it. Mm-hmm. Then crack that thing open. It is life-changing. It's trans- It's transforming, and I can speak about that because that's what it's done in my life. Um, I'm not even done with it yet because I'm just, I kind of, just, You're doing um, the 120 days. I'm challenge. doing the 120. I'm, yeah, I'm taking my time through it. It's I keep having to go back and read it over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. I mean, it's it's, awesome. it's there's such there really truly is freedom in those pages there. Yeah, amen. And, um, well, you know, and I the reason why that is is because it is the scripture. It's God's word, yep. and we knew that when we were putting it together. Um, I just felt like so many times we're not getting into the word of God like we should. And we don't know how to renew our mind. We we know that we're supposed to, but sometimes we just don't know how. How am I supposed to That's renew right. my mind? How do I tear down That's these right. lies? This book is perfect for that because mm-hmm. what I love about the way you wrote it is it's like step by step. It got you guide us through mm-hmm. how to get um, get free. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you know, every day uh, it's a new mm-hmm. choice and a new journey every day, mm-hmm. and um, you know. If you marinate it in it long yeah. enough, there's there's no other choice that God has but to transform it's, your you. mind's going to be renewed. And he said, when so. He, he said so, and he promises to do the work by the Holy Spirit. So we're being faithful to put the information into our hearts and minds. But he takes it, Holy Spirit turns it into revelation. Mm. And so then you're sitting in the circumstance where you need this word of God, and now it draws up into your memory. Amen. And God quickens it and yep. brings it and makes it life. And you have a you're empowered to make a better choice now. Yeah. yeah. In the moment. In the moment. It's so awesome. Never even knew I had that choice. Yeah. Or really, you know, like at the time before you blow it, there's time right there to, um, to make a choice, to do it the right way, do it the better way. 
Yes. Amen. The way that leads to freedom instead of being bound by guilt and shame and regret and all this stuff. Right. And that's all stuff that happens after we make the choice, the bad choice, or the choice is made for us and we feel like we don't have a voice and we're not empowered. And sometimes that is the case. And so this even gives us the boldness and the bravery to reposition ourselves if we're in an abusive mm. situation to get out, we start leaving the life of victimhood and start moving into the life of freedom right. and victor by saying, I am empowered to make a choice. And to reframing, right? Yeah. And reframing. Tell us what that's reframing what, is. Well, what are you learning? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's thoughts I used to have that aren't, don't really line up with what God says about who mm-hmm. I am and what I'm capable of. And then reframing that according to God's word and saying, that's not true. What's true is what God says about me and who he says I am. And just, it's reframing the thoughts that, Mm -hmm. that used to plague me are now blessing me. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. Because of the way um, they're being reframed because you can't help but do that. If you're marinating in the word of God, the Bible says you have to, I have to, you will be conformed. You'll be transformed. By the renewing your mind. That's a promise. I don't even have to worry about that happening. It's going to happen. And do you remember a time in your life, I can remember a time in my life, where the lie seemed like the truth. And the truth seemed like a lie. Oh, my goodness. And when the truth would be heard to me, it would be like, or told to me, it would be dissonant, like chords crashing yes. or collashing. Yes. Uh, colliding. It was dissonant in my yep. ears. Because it, I didn't believe it or I didn't understand it or or I didn't think it was for me, and so I would bat it down. Now, when you renew your mind, the lie starts to be dissonant. You hear it, and oh, you go, very good. You go, you know what? That's not setting right with me. That and that's very, very good. Right? That that's is so true. Transformation wow. that starts. I didn't even think about that. And you you're going, it. yeah. Okay, I'm on the right path because the lie is really sounding like the lie now. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It just happened this past weekend with a friend. I was on the phone with her, and I made a comment like, I'm so dumb. And I was like, wait a minute. Reframe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that may be the way I feel sometimes, but that's not the truth. Yep. And feelings aren't truth. They're not truth. Feelings are not facts. That's all right. That's right. That's so exciting. And I've seen the transformation in you. I mean, you're glowing. You're always beautiful, but you're... I can tell that you're meditating and dwelling in truth and truth is a person, you know, it's Jesus Christ. And when we spend time with him, like Moses, our face is going to glow. I remember when Moses came down. So we trans, um, transfer and radiate and broadcast the brilliance of Jesus instead of the flawed human frailty or flesh that we used to broadcast. I'm broken. I'm ruined. I'm right. Right. That's really awesome. I love that. Yeah, good thought. So it's been exciting, and you were a part of it. You were in the um, the beta group, the group helped test the yep. pilot and the book, yep. and gave me feedback and comments on that. And you did that video, and you did the video so and the testimony. Good. Yeah. And so then now to have the finished work in our hands, it's been about so a three-year project, awesome. right? I love it so much. I've shared it with everybody, my Lyft drivers, my <laughs> all these women I run into, you have to read this Bible, this book, Bible study. It's just, it's unlike anyone I've ever read before. You know? It's just great. I appreciate that. And I, you know, I would love to sit here and say, oh yeah, take credit. Well, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to sound cliche, but... I really know that the Lord guided me in in writing this and putting the scriptures together in a 
form and fashion that helps people get it in their spirit. And it's the way I needed it. It's the way I, my mind gets uh, renewed or transformed and the way I would study and learn. And as a pastor and a teacher, the way I would memorize scripture. And I thought, well, if this works for me, you know, this is going to work for other people. It's true. And it's not just for women, actually. My husband loves I it. I know. Well, after reading it, I was like, wait a minute. Why can't, I mean, men need this too. I know, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I did see Paul and his book in, your, yes. in the chair the other day when I was at the house. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, I can see how, um, it's for everyone. It's universal. Yeah. It's a universal message. Truth is for men and women, mm-hmm. both. And it'll set everyone free. Yes, because that's what Jesus told us. He said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so we have come to understand that the freedom that we gain from Jesus Christ is by embracing knowing truth. And so then if freedom comes from the truth and bondage then must come from the lie. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) That's true. So it's the lies that bind us up and tie us up. Yes, there are painful things that happen to us. We talk about your trauma, my trauma, our abuse as children. That's what happened to us, and that's very painful. But probably what's more painful and what's lasting a lifetime is the interpretation of that abuse. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, yeah. That what we believed about ourselves right. as a result of that. What are some of the lies That's maybe that you believe? Exactly right. Oh, goodness. Um, well, you know, um, that, you know, that I was hated by my, my mother and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that I was stupid and ugly and stuff like that. I mean, you know, that I was yeah. no good and, and that I was made to do one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah, I was just created to right. do this, to right. be used by yeah. people yeah. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the lies I I lived with my life, my whole life. And, you know, if you believe those lies, as we did and as you did, and so many women and men listening to this believe, then I'm not going to live differently. I'm not going to live like a queen if I believe I'm not worthy or if I believe I'm no good or I'm hated right. or I'm taking up space. If I believe that about myself, I'm going to live small. Yep. I'm going to live broke and poor. Yep. Decimated, desolate. Yeah. Yep. yep. Out of friendship, Absolutely. out of relationship. All of those things just decimates a person. Yes. Uh, lies, lies can take you out. Right. You know, but that's, you know, that's why it's so like, I mean, it's so life giving when it finally, you finally get it. And I mean, I finally, like, the light went on, you yeah. know, during reading this Bible study. Yeah. The light really went on. I mean, I know you saw it because I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been missing this the whole time. Right. Interestingly enough, November is the 40th year that, I mean, November 18th, 40 years ago, will be 40, mm-hmm. that I, be- I knelt on my living room floor with my adopted mother and wow. said, you know, ask the Lord in my heart. Mm-hmm. 40 years. 40 so in other years. words, to get that 40 years, 40 years. Oh. And now this year. Just getting it. I'm just getting it. 40 years. They wow. wandered around the desert. Oh my goodness. Then they came to the Jordan. This is my Jordan. This is your, oh wow. The freedom challenge was my Jordan, is my Jordan. Wow. And I know that when I cross this. Mm. 
That's so good. I'm that makes enter me... into the land. <laughs> Wait now, do, I don't know. Just everybody understands. So when Israel was wandering around in the desert, the promised people of God for forty years, then Joshua took over, and it was time for them to cross over and get into the promised land. Yep. They had to cross. They crossed through another... the Red Sea, right? Yeah, they came through. They got saved. They whatever. got saved. But then it's like now live your faith. And they just couldn't they quite couldn't do, do it, it. The, in the desert. You so know? that's a picture of the yeah, flesh life. Absolutely. Isn't it? It's a picture of just wandering yep. around in our own strength and our own yep. power. Um, Lost, in, in thinking you're not. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Complaining just, about the food. Complaining. You know? <laughs> wilderness mentalities. Yeah. I'm not this. I'm you not know, that. That revelation, when that hit me, that that's 40 years of what I've been doing. Yeah. And then now, in my 40th wow. year, yeah, like you're crossing I was handed over. the key with this book and you know didn't know yeah. I had the key the whole time. Right. You know? And now how to use it, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. standing at the mouth of the Jordan. Yeah. Taking my steps. Taking you know? walking through it. And yeah. I'm going to be hitting the Jubilee. Amen. <laughs> it's going to be this That's so year. exciting. That's so exciting. I didn't put that together either until you said that just now. And it's so, so prophetic. And you're, and that's exactly what's happening. And you're shedding the old and you're coming so into. So much. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, right? Not only just. You know, for those who can't see us on this podcast, maybe we'll go uh, to video eventually, but you've lost how much weight? 186 pounds. Uh, 186. 186. LBS. A big person. I've lost a big person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. God, totally. Not only because 57 years I walked around. Yeah. You know. Well, you look amazing, and that's just another... I mean, I always want to make sure that you know that you are beautiful, whether you lose weight or you not. You know, well, you are, and so is everyone else. But I imagine your confidence, your self-esteem, and just physically your health to be able to, in this 40th year now, going into Jubilee, you are not only mentally prepared, but you're you're physically prepared too, because your body can oh, do yeah. things today that you couldn't do. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I told you, I wandered around Rockford, had my lift driver drop me off, yeah. and I walked around Rockford for five hours, the whole downtown, all the whole city. Yes. It was so cool. I would never have been able to do that. No. And ago. when I first met you, you were um, you were dragging an oxygen tank with you. Yeah. And That's right. You couldn't breathe. and um, Couldn't move. And your heart was really hurting. Um, yep. So you, you have taken your life back, literally. Yeah. God has given you your life. Yep. And through the word of God. Yeah, uh, that's it. I mean, there's, I've tried everything, you know, mm-hmm. and um, nothing has done the work. I mean, I, trauma treatment was great, yeah. but only when I started um, the Freedom Challenge, and I've, I've talked about this with the trauma people I work with, mm-hmm. I didn't realize until the Freedom Challenge that there's a huge portion of secular trauma treatment that's missing, and it's the spiritual part you can't really do it without that right i mean everything else is great blah 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 but i wasn't okay and you know this yes even after trauma treatment i was great way better than i ever was better but not i wasn't i wasn't whole i wasn't mended there's nothing that can do that but god yes period right yeah that's right i can mend the brain god god let us know how to do that we can Mm -hmm. do that but uh, healing emotionally and and physically is a god thing period Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm so intrigued too why you say that we can mend the brain because I think um, the other is true too that sometimes we just want to do the spiritual thing which is the most important and great Absolutely. thing but we forget to do some of the things in the natural that can really partner with 
the spirit of God. Absolutely. And part of that is, like you said, getting on, getting healthy and losing this mm-hmm. weight, mm-hmm. but also doing some things to renew the mind. And Absolutely. I'm just so amazed and blessed at how the more we learn about the brain and the neuroplasticity of the brain yes. and how reading and memorization and some meditation and those things heal the brain. God knew it all along. Yep. These things yep. belong to God. Absolutely. Nothing. It's not anything new. No. <laughs> all truth belongs to God. So yes, um, the earth is the Lord's yep. and the fullness thereof. Yep. And God created this. Absolutely. He made our brains and he made it so that if we just knew how we can go, okay, wait a minute. That's not connecting right, so let yeah. me fix that. Exactly. God made ways for us to do it ourselves. We don't need to go, you know, to yeah. someone else to do it. Right. He he's supplies with the ability to 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 mend those neural pathways and, and to make right. new ones. And and he does yeah. use the body of Christ. He uses of other believers, and healing yeah. comes through connected relationships. Yeah. But we have, I think, what we're trying to say is we have that power of choice, and that if we choose it. That our bodies, our brains will cooperate yeah. with that. And that's what we're talking about, this renewal of the mind. And it's so powerful. And then to know, now you're also an author, Wanda. Yes. You've mm-hmm. co-authored a book called Love Letters, letters, Love from, letters the from the Edge. Love Letters from the Edge. And I know there's more than one book in you, so mm-hmm. you're going to be writing again. Yes, Working on a couple right now. You're, so. Yep, and I'm so excited to hear when it's time. You'll you'll announce that. But er, look at how the domino effect is in play now. Once you reverse the momentum of a downward trajectory, I've lost self-esteem. I've left lost motivation. I don't feel good. My body's out of control. I don't have any talents. I don't have any gifts. Blah, blah, blah. You turn that around, and now it's, I'm healthier, I'm stronger, I'm physically capable and able, I'm spiritually strong. I've written a book. Oh, I'm writing another one. I'm singing songs. I write music. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, right, you know, right. It just on and on. And so God, God says the boundary lines have fallen for us in spacious mm. places. So freedom brings Lots of space in our life, large living, that's awesome. spacious, beautiful, opportunity, yeah. open doors. Yeah. And then con- conversely, bondage brings such small, small living. That's a very good point. We Again. get confined and restricted and bound and fear, fear, oh, limited. Freezes us. Yeah. yeah. Have you been, have oh, you yeah. experienced that? Oh yeah. Especially, um, you know, the last couple months. Mm-hmm. been really kind of in transition so it's it's scary you know yes and so uh, yeah and at times i felt like i can't move one or the re- one direction or the mm-hmm. other because i'm just frozen in fear yes and then i and then i read the book and then you re- <laughs> and, you know so we're keeping it all in the real this is yeah. 100 right when you maybe two years ago or a year ago even you would get paralyzed by fear you would stay there for a while oh yeah okay? months sometimes months yeah. Just unable to move. Afraid. Afraid of failure, of, again, repeated failure and regret. and Rejection. Rejection, of course, and abandonment, all that stuff. It's all the, again, all the lies. And rather than face it, maybe you just said, you know, I don't know where you were in terms of depression, but to say, I just don't even want to do this anymore. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, um, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, but you, not, you, you know. say what you want. But yeah, we, <laughs> you know, we, I, um, you were on the edge. Yeah, you really, could write. Yeah. you could write that book. Yeah, I could write that book. And so, yeah, and um, losing hope 
particularly when you're practicing Christian that really loves God and really is trying, but feeling like you can't, being in a relationship with the author of hope yeah. can really bring a lot of shame when you don't feel like you're able to grasp the hope. Mm, wow. So I believe pastors and other Christian leaders and stuff yes. have found themselves, have found themselves in that place yeah. and able to share it because of the shame and mm -hmm. of knowing that you should know that you know that you know. Yeah. And yet the, the woundedness and the brokenness mm -hmm. of, of trauma in the, in the past, some tries to drown out, mm -hmm. you know, the voice of God and the spirit of God mm -hmm. and, and people that would show you God. And the lies sometimes are so loud and so pervasive that that's all you see and hear and feel. Yeah. And so, um, for, for there to be a breakthrough for me anyway, and I, I just know this because I've been through the trauma thing. It's really only God can do that. Absolutely. Can, can reach in that place and, and, um, and pull you out of that mm -hmm. place where there's no hope. Mm -hmm. Um, so th that's, there's two things I want to ask you, and one is, um, or comment, and then a question, but before, I was going to say a year ago or two years ago, you'd get bound by fear and paralyzed by fear, and you'd just stay there. Now you have the emotion of fear. Fear comes, but you have the skills and the tools. Right. And I, right. you move out of it so it's, much faster. It's been another, it's reframing. It's, again, remembering, okay, wait a minute. And I've, I've had to, you know, I've texted you in the middle of, sometimes late at night, and said, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, these are the way I'm, this is the way I'm feeling. And then you just say, okay, now what's the truth? Yes. You know, and, and I have to now more often than not, well, more often <laughs> now than before I'm, I'm doing that first. Now I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm freaking out. I feel, I don't feel good at all. I don't feel safe. I'm scared. I'm blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I could run with that thought. I could run and it leads me down really bad places, yeah. you know, but, um, now in this last few months, I've been actually able to like stop that train of thought yes. and say, wait a minute, <laughs> this Just feels really scary. This, yeah, this is really all those things that all the lies are yelling at me. But the truth is, no matter how I feel mm -hmm. is that God said, he will never leave me or forsake me. Yes. He has good things in mind for me. He has a future, future. Hope. Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. And, um, and although that may not feel true, at the moment, if I can walk through that, it will feel that way at the end. Yes. Yeah. And you will experience it. Yeah. And so you're learning to live by faith and not feeling. Yeah. And living apply. my way into a new way of thinking instead of thinking my way into a new way of living. Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. So you got to say that again. I'm living my way into a new way of thinking. Yes. Instead of thinking my way which doesn't work into a new way of living. Yes. That's good. We got to kind of live my way into the new way of thinking. Yeah. And it's, right. it is, it's, that's the transformed mind. That's the renewed mind. So in just a few minutes that we have left and, and um, I can't believe we've already spent 20, almost 25 minutes talking, but sometimes I hear people say, I have no hope. I'm struggling with no hope. And I understand what they mean. I don't think Many, or maybe most, people understand how hopeless it can actually feel, even for a believer. Sometimes I think chemicals play a, a 
part, right. biology, right. depression is real, it's right. biological. And when that is present, a moment of depression or an episode of depression, and somebody says they have no hope, what's the best thing to do for that person? Because that that is a very real very real very real and it's danger if someone's actually at that point where they're saying that or in some way you know trying to say that and you get it mm-hmm. um, someone just asked me this what's the best thing to say at that moment sometimes nothing certainly I could say that cliches don't help right and if you're a Christian yeah they really don't help because right. that kind of is like heaps a little, some guilt some and some shame yeah a little here. bit yeah um and so, for me, I didn't necessarily want to know that you had an answer. I knew the answer. Right. I right. just couldn't quite see how to access it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just being and not doing a thing. Sometimes it's just being with a friend. The ministry of presence. Yeah. And you've, you've done that for me before. You've said, just come out hang out with me. Be in the church. I'll be here. Just mm-hmm. be, you know. Sometimes that's all I, you know someone needs. Um, it's not to be necessarily by themselves, even though they think they might want to be by themselves. Right, because a lot of times withdraw is yeah. very real. Right. When you get in that place and isolation. Right. And, and you know what? Um, ask the person straight up, what do you need from me? How can I help you? That's right. really the biggest thing. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Um, and then, you know, pray, yeah. of course. That's the biggest thing. Yes. Um, and then take them seriously, too, though, oh when you do get those messages yes. where they say there's no hope. And yeah. sometimes I've been led by God to say, do you have a, do you, are you, do you have a plan to hurt yourself? Of course, that's, you know. Uh, you know, I, I want to know, yeah. uh, you know, how, how deep are we talking? Because right. for those who have said to me that they've lost hope or have no hope, I have learned to really take that seriously, that line to, to say really to, hope yeah. is such a powerful thing and it's it's the belief that things are going to improve that's right and when that's gone there's a future there's really i can't even describe that feeling and i I hope that you know it's rare among people who are listening but i don't think it it is because people come to me right you know yeah they talk to me about those feelings and so um i'm not saying it's pervasive but it is not rare right i think more people christians feel this way that then want to admit to or confess to or whatever. And it, it's nothing shameful. That's the thing is people feel ashamed. They feel ashamed. And I, especially like you said, as being a Christian, we are supposed to know that God loves you and he's there for you. And when we know that and it still doesn't work for us, then you're right. The shame really heaps on and the condemnation. And th- those are times to think, if I'm really feeling powerless to make a choice right now, there might be something else going on. Yes, there might be some very intense spiritual warf- warfare right, going on. Right. I need to get some intercessors for me. But I also might be fighting a biological right, thing. Right, Check and with I your need doctor. to get some help. Absolutely. And my temptation or my first inclination might be to run and hide and just pull the covers over my head and get some more sleep. But... I would say resist that if you can reach yeah. out, get some help, right. and let somebody know that right. hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. sick. And yes. And, you know, even things as little as taking a shower every day, mm-hmm. huge for someone who's suffering from severe depression. depression. They said if you can get that one thing done a day, take a shower. 
um, you know, take care of your body, your physical body. Mm-hmm. And even just that, it's not even doing a lot, but right. doing that one thing can help you feel physically better a little bit. And um, it's the one thing um, sometimes that will pull, just keep you above water for yeah. just a minute. Um, there are a lot of things like that. You know, eat something. Don't let yourself get hungry and thirsty and, you know, tired and angry right. and all that, you know. Right. Um, so, and then, of course, um, if you can find someone that you trust and knows you and loves you. To be able to reach out to them. To reach out to. to them. Yeah. And just don't ignore it. The struggle is real. And it's not just in someone's head. No. It's real. Don't try to go it alone. Nope. And that's why I call myself the freedom coach. I like to come alongside people and coach and help and support. I know you have similar giftings where we just want to walk with people and help yeah. them because we've been in that dark place right. and we know what that's like. And, and I, I don't want to sound like, you know, the Don Damon Freedom Coach fan club, but just so <laughs> people know, this is my coach. And wow <laughs> So um, blessed. So blessed. I do want to mention, though, before we go. Yep. Friday, August 1st at, no, August 2nd. Yeah, August 2nd. Yes. Friday, August 2nd at L.A. Miller's Boutique in Rockford. Oh, I love her story. Yes. Oh, my gosh. From 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You will be there. I will. Signing books, talking to readers, taking pictures, um, shopping. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's All an awesome it. boutique. So um, come by if you can. Drop in and. Say hi to Dawn and buy a book and get it signed and take some pictures and shop. We would love it. I would love to see you. And, and Saturday, Saturday August 3rd, Warchester and Granville. Warchester and Granville from 10 a.m. to noon. Mm-hmm. Big book launch party there, too. Yep. Women at risk. Women at risk. Mm-hmm. So join us and be there. This is Dawn Scott Damon. You can visit me at my website, DawnScottDamon.com. It's so great to be with you. Just remember, Jesus loves you and you. Thank you.